You're tuned in to the thinking power. Giving voice to issues that matter to you. Featuring author, speaker, and minister, Michael Nimmons. Our pressure defense and uh, our receiving core is is definitely a, a, a strength. Oh yeah, and and um and I, I I would lean towards the receiving core a little bit more than the running game, even though the running game is a strength too. But if I had to choose the two, it'd be on the receive the receiving core for the Lions is like I'm just like, dude, like <laughs> like what's uh, it's, it's almost speechless in a, in, a, in a sense because you don't have a tall T.O. type. You don't have a Megatron type. You don't have any of that. It's just the scheme, the way it is, is just better, man. So I think I think that's the strengths there. As far as weaknesses, the only... It's time. 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 Thoughts that I think of you. Thoughts of good and not of evil to give you an expected end. So don't despise your weary days. Don't disparage your disappointments because they are all a part of God's divine recipe for our lives. You are stronger than you think. You're wiser than you can fathom. You're more gifted than you realize. You have more potential than you've ever tapped into. You have more than you think you have. You're built for this. A new episode of Thinking Out Loud Radio Show starts. Hello and welcome to the AFC NFC Championship Preview brought to you by the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Guys, we're excited uh, that we are coming to you in this way, in this platform, uh, this Saturday right before Championship Sunday. Uh, the NFC and AFC Championship games are going to be played tomorrow starting at 3 p.m. with the Chiefs and the Ravens. And we're going to be talking about that game as well as the 6.30 kickoff of the Lions and the San Francisco 49ers in today's AFC-NFC Championship Preview uh, brought to you by the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Uh, I'm excited uh, to not only be talking about these games, but also to welcome a good friend of mine who's a sports enthusiast as well as a podcast uh, host himself and executive producer of the Mail Network YouTube channel, 
uh, where they have a series of shows that they produce on this uh, mail network, mail, the mailroom network uh, uh, channel that they have there on YouTube. And we're excited to welcome him. We're going to be talking to him in just a little bit about these upcoming games and uh, sorting things out, making our predictions and giving our uh, thoughts about the strengths and weaknesses of each of these teams. So, guys, buckle your seatbelts because you've got a great show in store for you. The AFC NFC preview of the championship games coming up tomorrow, starting at 3 p.m., brought to you by the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Also, we got a dynamic thought of the week that we worked on and we're inspired by the remarks that were given after. Uh, the Lions won on last week against the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in their divisional round, divisional matchup uh, just last week. Dan Campbell, uh, the first words he uttered were, you are built for this. And I believe he wasn't just talking about the Detroit Lions, but I believe that is a metaphor for life, that you are indeed built for this. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're experiencing, whatever might be, whatever you might be faced with, you are built for this. It's a word of encouragement that I can't wait to share with you at the end of this week's show. Well, guys, we're getting ready to take our first break. When we come back, we're jumping right into the AFC-NFC uh, Championship Preview brought to you by the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Again, featuring my good friend, sports enthusiast and podcaster, Asante Foster. Can't wait to chop it up with him in just a few minutes. Guys, welcoming everyone who's listening to us for the first time. We uh, and we thank you for taking a few minutes to join us for this week's podcast. Be sure to check us out every Saturday at 8 p.m. Thinking Out Loud radio show podcast goes live. So, guys, we're getting ready to take our first break. When we come back, again, we're jumping into our conversation with my good friend Asante Foster on the AFC-NFC Championship Preview Show it's your man, Mike Nemes. This is Thinking Out Loud Radio Show. We'll be right back. Global advocate, Martin Luther King III. Um, I never focused on it this way, but I was raised in a single parent home, by a single parent mostly, wow. from 10 years on. Wow. Oh. And uh, mother, uh, on April 4th, 1968, which was a Thursday, dad was killed. On April 8th, uh, 1968, um, uh, mom went to Memphis and led a march that my father was supposed to have led. You think about no one had been captured for the murder of her husband. Uh, it was not necessarily a safe environment, but she carried on instead. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Congratulations to radio host Michael Nemons on seven years, 300 episodes, and over 40,000 streams and downloads of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Now available on Pandora Music app. Subscribe today.
people have spoken. From Minneapolis, Minnesota to London, England. From New Zealand to New York City. Black Lives Matter and I Can't Breathe are the sentiment of people around the world. Dr. King was right. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. We must do everything we can to continue to march, protest, and rally for justice. Let us march on until victory is won. An important message from the Thinking Out Loud radio show. What's up, everybody? We're back on uh, an exciting edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I got a good friend of mine with us, and uh, we're going to be chopping it up. Uh, as you uh, you know, we're going to be dealing with the AFC and NFC championship preview. We're doing football talk. We haven't done a sports show in a while, so I'm excited about that. You can see my background, who I'm representing. Uh, this gentleman that I'm getting ready to introduce is from Detroit, but... Um, he uh, he's relocated to another another state, and we'll probably talk a little bit about where he is and and why he has uh, <laughs> why he has <laughs> a Detroit hat on. But uh, we'll 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 jump in. We'll we'll talk a little bit about that in a little in in a few minutes. But uh, before we jump into the interview and talk football, I want to give him a proper introduction. He hails from the heart of Detroit, a city that's infused with various backgrounds and a diverse cultural history is known as the place what is that is famous for being the automobile capital of the world and the distinctive uh, Motown sound. Uh, he has a passion for helping others and allowing God to provide him with the necessary wisdom to serve others. He is the executive producer of the Mail Room Network. The network is where a camaraderie meets conversation on the journey of brotherhood from laughter to life's in-depth conversations about navigating the dating scene, uh, hoisting uh, healthy converse connections, uh, fostering rather uh, healthy uh, fostering healthy connections and exploring the complexities of relationships. They're breaking it all down. Be sure to tune in every Sunday at, at 530 on YouTube to hear more of what he has to say. I want to get I want you to give a warm thinking out loud radio show welcome to good friend of mine. We go way back. We'll talk about it on this episode. Uh he is a sports enthusiast and executive producer of the Mail Network on YouTube podcast host, my good friend Asante Foster man. Welcome to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Man, I appreciate it. I thank you, thank you so much for having me, man, and thinking about me, man. I really do appreciate it, man. Absolutely, absolutely. So those who know me know I love sports, and Asante is somebody who's always on Facebook um, and doing lives, talking about sports, talking Causing about trouble. talking about the games. Uh, he uh, always has, you know, ESPN uh, uh, 
host and you know he's he's he wants to be like the that's why I call him the sports enthusiast the sports aficionado uh on <laughs> Facebook and social media so you know he's like a one stop uh shop if you want to know what's going on in the world of sports so he was the first person I thought of when I said I wanted to do something like this and uh, I I've done sports shows in the past uh, good, another good friend of a uh, friend of mine. We did a, a podcast called uh, Two Preachers in the Basketball." <laughs> it's yeah, talking cool. about March Madness, talking about uh, uh, basketball at the time. So, so we thought we would um, kind of ride the the football wave. Um, those of you who are watching us on YouTube know I'm a Detroit uh, Lions fan. I got my background up uh, repping uh, the uh, Detroit Lions, so. I just wanted to uh, give Asante a few minutes to share with us a little bit about uh, what he's been up to. Uh, he is, again, the executive producer of the Mail Network, a YouTube uh, uh, show that airs on Sundays at 530. And uh, just kind of kind of let people know what that's about and uh, whatever else you want to share with us uh, regarding your. Uh, regarding your sports uh, <laughs> background. <laughs> well, I appreciate you, my brother. Thank you. So again, I'll be remiss not to not to thank you again for the opportunity, man, to top it up with you, man. But uh, so the Mailroom Network is a um, the concept um, came from uh, kind of like what we normally see on TV or you know, ABC, NBC. You have different shows on one network. And so we have the Mailroom Network and we have a variety of shows on there as well. So the mailroom show is something that we showcase every, that's our baby. That's our first actual show that we actually came together and, and developed. And every Sunday at five 30 is live. You know, we have live shows uh, mostly. And um, we have another show called mailroom reacts where we react to videos that our, that our viewers email us and they want us to react to them. And so it's, it's their, it's their thing. So we're like, okay, we're going to react to it. So that's like a premiere show that we do on Mondays at seven 30. And then we have um, coffee and conversation and I host that show. And that show is a little bit different. It's uh, every Saturday at 1130. Uh, and th these shows are like seasonal. So you have like season one, season two, season three, you know, so we're in season three now and we're in season three of coffee and conversation coming up. And so I normally talk about a little bit more um, current events or uh, things that's going on that a lot of people don't talk about. Uh, and I kind of stay away from the relationship thing too much on that show. I kind of give more of a of a variety of topics uh, on that show just to have a conversation. I've had I've had guests on the show. I've interviewed AJ, uh, Aaron Thompson, uh, our brother. I've interviewed Park Stewart. I've interviewed my actual my therapist. I've interviewed some uh, young ladies from in their, their podcast and things of that nature. So, you know, we just do our thing, man. And it's really, like you said, in the, in the bio, it's really about the camaraderie and the, the conversation, just having the conversation and also coming up with some solutions uh, so that way we can have better relationships and things of that nature. So that's pretty much the concept of the network, man. All right. Wow. Wow. That sounds like a uh, very interesting lineup of, uh, of shows uh, on, on YouTube, of course, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of us uh, on YouTube watching, you know, videos here and there. And so um, this is another, um, you know, another viewing opportunity for those of uh, those who are looking for something to uh, get into, something to be a part of. Uh, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for you. And, and, I appreciate and it, again, man. it's not just 
a a YouTube channel, but it's a network of shows. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Where we where, yep. where, we actually uh, have a lineup. Like we have actually, like actually, even we have a seasonal show called Mirror Room After Dark. So that's a more of a like a grown and grown and sexy type of show where we have the ladies come on with us too, and you know it's just a full panel of people, and we've had. Our brother uh, Calvin Green Jr., Big Cal Games on Facebook. We had that brother. We'd have had Elise Springer on there. We've had uh, some other people from other, uh, you know, walks of life. You know, some of our viewers come on there with us. I mean, we just have a we just have a good time, man. It's just good conversation, though, you know. Okay. So, All right. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. We be doing some things, man. <laughs> All right. So, guys, if you're uh, inclined and in tuned, or uh, you're interested, of course, uh, you can. Uh, you know, uh, look up the Mailroom Network on YouTube, uh, and uh, and definitely take advantage of the lineup of shows uh, that they have uh, available uh, for uh, for you. Because uh, you know, it, it's it's always good to hear from other people. Uh, always good to you know um, get other other perspectives about life, about relationships, about you know whatever. Uh, might be going on because again, I think it's important uh, to 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 understand and know that you're not the only one that mm-hmm. might be dealing with something. You not might not be the only one that's experiencing something, and who knows? Uh, in 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 hearing someone else's story or hearing someone else's uh, testimony, it might help you uh, become a better person. So check out the Mail Network, guys, and uh, my good friend uh, Asante. Mm-hmm. Foster. He is again with us on this week's uh, AFC NFC championship preview. Uh, and as we segue into uh, the, 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 the sports talk that uh, this show is, is going to be about. Uh, so let's jump to Ravens and Chiefs. So, so mm-hmm. right out the gate, man, Ravens and Chiefs, this is the first time this season, the Ravens and the Chiefs have played each other. And I looked it up. Uh, they haven't played um, again before they won't they 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 haven't played again since 2021 yeah and yeah. uh and i think the ravens uh won that game back in 2021 and then before that the la- the other two games uh let lamar play they lost so yeah. it was two losses and, and a win. win yeah and and so um this this game here jackson Versus Mahomes, I was like, man, oh my god, you you this this game is box office. This Steve, I mean, Stephen A. Smith, he always used it, that term <laughs> box office. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and this game yeah. right here is box office. Yes, it is. Ravens and Chiefs, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. I don't care how you look at it. Uh-huh. This game and it and, and and it's going and this game is on first. It's on first. Three it's on o'clock. first. Yes, Three sir. O'clock. Yes, sir. In what, what are your what was your initial thoughts? I posted on my Facebook page just Mahomes versus Jackson. <laughs> that right there. That, that right there that, alone is enough. That right the there headline. alone is enough. That's the headline. That's the headline. Man, look, it's 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 Ali Frazier. It's it's uh I mean it it's this this is just going to be a juggernaut versus juggernaut type of situation and like the, let the best Titan win between the two Titans. Like that's, that's, it. that's exactly what that is. And, and again, I mean, man, with, with, 
with Lamar Jackson being a dual threat himself and 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 has been durable all season long. And you got Patrick Mahomes, who can also be a dual threat, but he relies on his arm. And he's been durable all season long. They're coming in healthy. They're coming in with no excuse. This is like punch for punch, kick for kick. This is going to be a crazy, crazy game. And I, I, I mean, when I when I saw that the that the Chiefs when I when the Chiefs beat the Bills, I'm like they everybody wanted to see this. Everybody wanted to see the Ravens and Chiefs. I yeah, mean, I, 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 yeah. I don't think I would. I, Josh Allen and 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 Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I don't think it would have been as 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 box office as nah. as Mahomes nah. and Jackson. Not, not at all. Not, not even close. Not even close. Uh, not even not even close. And and so it, uh, again, this is why you don't go on the cover of Madden, Josh Allen. Uh, <laughs> this is why you don't do it, baby. <laughs> this right. This is what it is. But, but see, you know. When we talk about Mahomes and when we talk about, you know, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, you know, there is a there is this myth that, you know, Lamar Jackson can't throw the football. I I don't know what anybody else been watching, but sir, (laughs) like that man can throw the football. He's gotten better at being in the pocket, as a matter of fact. And and like I said before, in the offseason of the NFL, before the season even started, as soon as I saw that the Ravens acquired Todd Munkin, I was like, you're going to see a different Lamar Jackson. He's not going to run that much. I said this on my Facebook page. I, I got to go back to the archives and get it. I said this literally on my Facebook page. Like, he's not going to run that much. He's going to throw the football a lot. It's going to be a lot of mesh play, a lot of drag routes going against each other, all that kind of stuff. When you talk about football, as far as the logistics of it, and that's exactly what has happened. But, they didn't. They didn't see J.K. Dobbins getting that Achilles. They didn't see Keaton Mitchell getting injured, and then Mark Andrews getting it. So they, those are key pieces. And when you talk about dual threat, when you talk about tandems, like you just mentioned about Detroit, it's like Keaton and J.K. were the tandem. That way, Lamar didn't have to run that much. But then again, when they went down, Lamar said, "It's all good," and gave you eight hundred twenty-one yards rushing this year. Like. Stop it, right? And I don't know how many touchdowns. I think it's about like 10 or 15 of those is was rushing. And then he already had 24 passing. So he accounted for over 40 touchdowns by himself and only had like seven interceptions this year. Against a Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes went double digits in the interceptions this year with 12. And but he has more touchdowns and he has longer more yards. But he but his again, we talk about fearlessness. Pat Mahomes is fearless, man. You know, he's really he knew. See, this is the first I think this is the first year where the Chiefs defense carried them to where they are now, Mm. honestly, Mm. because they had more drop passes this year than any other team, I believe, this year. Uh, At least they were like second if that if they were not first. So this year, offensively, they were not noisy like that. No, but that defense was a little loud and they said, okay, we're going to take you all to the playoffs. Now my homes do your thing in these conditions. And that's what he does going against number one seeded teams. He's three and one. So hey, listen, you did. Okay. He's three and one in his, in, in playoffs against number one seeded teams. Amen. This is not going to, you're going to have to watch every minute of this game, man. And to appreciate, yeah. To yeah. appreciate what we're about to watch. We're about to watch two great teams. And two great, and two players, great players. 
go at it to future Hall of Famers. Two future Hall of Famers go at it, man. And and a, and a possible two guys that could one guy that is in in the running for MVP, right. another guy that already won two uh in Super Bowl MVPs, and I think two regular MVPs as well. Dude, we're talking about two dudes that are not for the faint at heart when it comes to football. And I tell all. you, this game is going to be. Like you said, box office is going to be something to behold, man. That this this is a good way to start off the championship day. I, with I, that team. Yeah, I agree. Hype you up to see the next game. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, man. You 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 better have your popcorn out. You better have your your wings all your your wings out. Everything everything ready. Don't you 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 gonna you you can't take too many bathroom breaks. Yeah. You know, no. Nah. You going you. I'm afraid you're gonna miss something because yeah. this is is gonna be box office. Uh, go ahead. Excuse me, excuse me. I got a question for you, man. Who now nah, in this game? If you if you had to pick a quarterback that you want in this game, who you who you want? Who you gonna take? And <laughs> who you gonna take? Who you gonna take, man? You this is your this is your game. This is your AFC game, and you're the head coach, and you want to draft one of those two guys to play that AFC championship game. Who you gonna take, man? I can't even answer that right now. I can't even answer that because that, it, right? it that's why it's that's that's why it's box office because exactly. you 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 just you, you if you pick one you you like and I didn't pick and I didn't pick him you gonna get beef with him you know you you, you just you don't know you just don't know what how you know you don't know what's gonna happen and exactly and and uh and my thought was when when uh. When the Chiefs beat the Bills, that yeah. was the matchup that I wanted to see. Yeah, yeah. That was the the Ravens and the Chiefs. Like I said, I I, I didn't think it was going to be as dynamic a matchup mm-hmm. uh, if the Bills would have made it to the in a, uh, the AFC title game. So I was hoping that the uh, the Mahomes would would pull it out yeah. and that they would go. Uh, as I said earlier, this is the first year Mahomes yeah. is a starter that the Chiefs had to actually travel uh to uh another stadium. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, they're on the road with this. They on the road. They on the road. Baltimore's the number one seed. Yeah. So this is gonna be box office. Yes. Sir. And, and and so my next question, because I know you guys are enjoying our conversation as we chop it up about the AFC championship game preview. Yeah. Uh, again, Ravens versus Chiefs. You know, early on in the, in the season, actually before this season started, there was a lot of noise that was being made about Lamar Jackson and mm-hmm. and uh, would the Ravens trade him or would the yeah. Ravens uh, franchise him? Would the yeah. Ravens uh, extend his contract or, or whatnot? Because for those who don't know, Lamar is – his own agent. He doesn't have an agent. Right. It's yep. him and his mother negotiating yep. contracts. Mm-hmm. And that is an anomaly in the NFL. You don't mm-hmm. hear about that. You don't hear players representing themselves in an mm-hmm. organization like the, as big as the NFL. Uh, in fact, you set yourself up in many ways <laughs> to be taken advantage of if you true. go in that, uh, that way. Uh, yeah. So people kind of, he was kind of like being, being uh belittled in some ways by by taking on that responsibility himself, you mm-hmm. know, or or look or kind of laughed at privately, I'm yes. sure. Um yeah. like, like man, why don't you just get you an agent? You know, yeah, what exactly. are you going through all of this stuff for? Yeah. And, and and so it leads me to my question because he got the bag. Yes, sir. He got the bag. 
And yes, at did. that point, once you get the bag and you representing yourself, the yeah. pressure is on at that point. Like, look, mm-hmm. now you got to you yep. got to put up or shut up. That's right. You got right. you 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 got to do it. And so um, my question about Lamar is, uh, do you think do you feel like he's proven now that he deserves this massive contract that he got? And uh his, and, and has he silenced his critics? What do you think about Lamar at this point? That's a that's a great question, man. I, I do think that he definitely, without without a shadow of a doubt, this year showed you why he was worth every penny that he got. And I don't know if he silenced the critics yet because he haven't got the chip. Right. I think I think once he get that Lombardi trophy, everybody's going every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess. Every tongue shall confess, right? Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, because, because, I, I mean, I was one of the ones that was like, I was thinking like, why doesn't he have an agent? I was wondering why. I wasn't kind of like, I wasn't trying to destroy him for it because it's a lot of people that, you know, because his mom's is, like you said, his mother is, is in it too. You know what I'm saying? So she kind of helps him with that kind of thing. But it's like, so it's not far-fetched that people's, you know, parents get involved, you know, things like that, like a John Moran type and all that kind of stuff. But Shannon, I remember Shannon Sharp just going off about it. Like he was going off every time about it in the offseason. He was like, man, get get your agent, pay him the three, four million dollars or whatever it costs, and da-da-da, and all that kind of stuff. And then when he got his bag, it was like it was lights out. And did I knew I knew he was going to stay once I saw the non-exclusive franchise franchise tag. When is it? Because for him to just shop around and see, I knew right then, like they're they're giving him time to do that so they can do their thing mm-hmm. to 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 package this deal so that way he can he can go ahead and sign it because he didn't he didn't want to go anywhere else, you know, no. and things like that. So I was asking questions a lot on Facebook about like, well, would you take him if you you know if you need a quarterback? Would you take him? everybody like, no, he's not a quarterback. He's not a quarterback. He's a running back that can throw. Uh, stop it. Stop. You don't watch football. It's impossible. This man, his accuracy is crazy. Like, I don't want to say his arm strength is nuts. The dude can scramble. I mean, you think he's going to get sacked and he just he just weasel his way out of that tackle, out of that sack. It's crazy. It's artwork. And yeah. so and, and so I think that every penny that they pay him there, he he's going to he showed them. This is why you pay me. You know, I- he was wondering before. This is why you pay me. And, and I can I, I'm show you something. And I completely agree with you 100 percent because, you know, like I said, Lamar, when he got the bag, he put the pressure on himself. Absolutely. And 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 teams were looking at him. The I'm sure management was looking at him. Yep. His coaches was looking at him like, yep. look, dude, we 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 stuck our neck out for you. Yep. And you told us this is what you wanted and we Absolutely. gave it to you. So yep. now you got to prove that yeah. you are that you are worth every penny that yep. we paid you. And so far, so far. he has done it. He, he has, has done it. Done it. He, he has taken he has taken the offense of Todd Munkin. And his and his and his playbook, he has taken that offense on his own shoulder, along with his current running back that he has, and and has just obliterated teams. I mean, I know I know you got the lines behind you. You know, what I'm saying I know. You, I, listen, I know you represent the city, but what did, what did he do? To Thirty-eight Detroit? to six, I, I, a colonic. Okay, <laughs> I mean, it's 
like seriously, the dude is out here giving people, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> new heart valves and stuff, dog. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy like the dude is yeah. surgical with the football. Yeah, he's man. surgical. It, he's it's surgical. crazy, man. And so but, to say to say that he didn't get like to say that he not living up to the to the money, I would I would call it if somebody said that, that would be a disingenuous take because no way in the world you throw over 3,600 yards and over 800 yards rushing and you don't get injured and you, and you, I mean, and he's not sliding. <laughs> the no. man is not sliding either. He's no, going no. head first. Head to get first. first down. The man is not like, stop it. He's a warrior. He's a warrior. Stop warrior. playing. Yes, yeah. Sir. So, so guys, I know you're enjoying my, uh, my, uh, my, um, I know you're enjoying the football talk. That we've had thus far, man. Last question we have before we go to break, because we've spent a lot of time talking about the AFC, but we still got the NFC to talk about. Yeah. Who wins, man? Who wins <sighs> on uh, uh. Sunday in the AFC? Three o'clock matchup, Mahomes, uh, Jackson, box office, as Steve, in the words of Stephen A. Smith, uh, mm. who wins? I, I'm going Baltimore Ravens, man. They, they're the most. Look, they're they're the most complete, disciplined, focused, locked in team that I've seen all year long. They have not let up on anybody, yeah. on anybody. So, I'm going Baltimore. Baltimore. I know. I think Patrick Holmes is going to be three and two against number one seats. <laughs> I think he's going to lose this one. I don't think it's going to be like a, a. What's the score? Oh man, I think it's going to be something like maybe thirty twenty one. 30-21? Yeah, something like that. Or 31 I'll say 31-21. 31-21. I don't think – I think what's going to happen is we're going to see exactly what I saw with Houston, Texas, where they're going to be closed for a minute and then Baltimore is just going to skate out of there. And that's what's going to – I think that's what's going to happen with – because, again, they haven't played each other in a long time, so they're going to have to fill each other out. So we're going to get a slow first quarter possibly. But then they're going to just pull away. I think they might just pull away as the, as, as the, the game goes. Once it gets to that second half, I think it's lights out because Baltimore is a great second half team. Yeah, <laughs> like so. I think that's what I think that what that's what we might see Sunday, man. So I'm thinking. I, I agree. I, I'm I'm picking Baltimore to win it. Um, uh, they're they're the team of destiny, as far as I'm concerned. Look, yeah. they're, they're they are the complete team, yeah. offense, defense, special teams. Yeah. Of course, you got a, a future Hall of Famer in Lamar Jackson yeah. uh, at the helm. So. I'm looking 31-14 probably. Okay. That, I think that's going to be my that's going to okay. be my I, I I just I think Baltimore's defense is <laughs> is going to is yeah. going to keep Mahomes out the end zone. Yeah, yeah. And, and and he's going to keep Mahomes in check and I'll say this before we go to break. If you look at the the Chiefs offense these past few games before the playoffs, they lost a couple games in the fourth quarter mm. because of the offense right. ineptitude. That's they right. they were the la- they they were they were the last team with the ball, but they couldn't get in the end zone, yep. and uh, right. or they missed a field goal, or it was mm-hmm. it was some fluke play that yep. happened, and and they ended up losing. And I really I really feel like Baltimore is going to take advantage of that in some way. So yeah. I'm I'm picking the Baltimore Ravens uh, to make it to Super Bowl Fifty Eight, guys. So yes. yeah. that's my sure. pick, thirty one fourteen. We'll see what happens. Uh, and we're getting ready to go to break. I know you're enjoying my conversation with sports enthusiast and podcaster Asante Foster. We'll be back. We'll be right back as a Thinking Out Loud radio show. You're-
You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. What's up, y'all? It's another year, and we continue to do big things in Jesus' name. So keep it locked to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Michael Nimmons. Y'all know what it is. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. But envision the beauty first in his mind's eye, then positioned each one purposely. And he was just that exact when he made you and me. Red, yellow, black. Hi, this is Martin Luther King III, and you're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with radio host Michael Nimmons. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Humanitarian and U.S. Senate candidate, Heal Harper. Ask about right now and why now. Our democracy is broken. It's hanging on by a thread. And beyond that, and worse still, is that even in the way it is right now, broken as it is, there is extreme lack of representation of the people fighting for the everyday person. Folks don't know how they're going to pay their bills. People look around and they're like, I don't know how I'm going to make it. I don't get it. And so I can't stand on the silence and see that happen. I have a seven-year-old son. And if we don't do something dramatic and drastic right now to change that, I don't know what kind of future he's going to have. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Don't, 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 don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. I know you're enjoying our conversation with my good friend, Asante Foster, sports enthusiast and podcaster, Mail Network. He is with us on this week's AFC NFC Championship Preview. Uh, thinking out loud radio show. We haven't done anything like this in a while, of course, because Detroit Lions haven't been in it in over 30 years, guys. So there, there you have it. Those who say that I'm, I'm a bandwagon fan, I'm not a bandwagon fan at all. Uh, I've been on the wagon. I tell people this. I've been on the wagon uh, throughout this whole run. Uh, sometimes I've been in the back. Sometimes I've been in the middle, and now I'm in the front seat. That's where that, that's what I tell people. There you I'm, go. I'm not on the bandwagon. I'm not. I'm not just joining this bandwagon. That's I'm right. On the back. I watched this team yeah. at 116. I watched yes. this team uh, plummet to the depths of the bottom yeah. of the uh, uh, of the NFL. So yeah. I deserve this, like many of you who are listening uh, and uh, and and are excited about 
uh, what this team is doing and the potential they have in front of them. So I uh, just wanted to drop that little bit of uh, knowledge off before we just- <laughs> Before we jump into the NFC uh, 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 championship, those of you who who know me know that I uh, that I love football, love uh, you know, love sports like that, and 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 I'm, I'm I'm passionate about it, but I also I'm also realistic about it as well, and mm-hmm. I understand um, you know mm-hmm. the the competitiveness that goes along with uh, playing football, and uh, and and of course where we are with it right now. So, so Asante, the NFC championship game, Lions versus the 49ers, man. We've talked a little bit about this in the earlier segment. Mm. What are your initial thoughts about this matchup? Go Lions, go. Look, I think the Lions, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, I think the Lions can definitely win this game um, without a shadow of a doubt. Um my initial thoughts going into it is the fact that I think a lot of defense, once that secondary steps up, man, it's going to be a problem for the 49ers, seriously. And, you know, they can, you know, Kittles, to me, Kittles is a little bit overrated, okay? They can actually stop Kittles, all right? Mm-hmm. He's not he's not a Laporta type or Mark Andrews threat. Like, he, he gets the rock when it's not distributable yet with – the main key players, which is Debo and IU when it comes mm. to receiving. Mm. But Kittles can be stopped. It's no problem. It's no problem there. I think the Lions can win it. I think Brock Purdy is going to get a taste of what the Lions are about when it comes to defense and rushing them and pressures and hurries. Oh, he's going to be in it for a rule. He's going to be moving his legs a lot and scrambling a lot uh, uh, on Sunday because they're not playing. No. You know, Panay, they not – listen – <laughs> they are not playing with that boy. All no. right. So I think my thoughts is going to be Lions is, is going to definitely, uh, again, they're going to have the opportunity to win and they're going to have the opportunity to dominate. I think they're going to have all those opportunities within this game. You know what I'm saying? But I think Lions can pull it off. I think they can. I, 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 I'll I say this way. I want them to pull it off. Yeah. Uh, I, and I'm not trying to be a NFL, you know, to conspiracy, though, but you know how it is, man. You know they really want to see the Ravens in the night, nah, you know that kind of thing. But I really want the Detroit Lions to shut everybody up and just yeah. dominate, just dominate that squad. Because because honestly, Detroit is a good road team. And, and I was getting ready to say that. Yeah, <laughs> I was getting it, ready to say it, that. It doesn't matter that they playing in San Francisco to me. No, no, it doesn't. They play, it, they play great on the road. And, and, and we said this in the last segment. Even though we would have liked the Packers to beat the San Francisco 49ers last week. And mm-hmm. and and give us a, a third home playoff game. Yeah. Uh, I I I do believe that we have the potential to beat a team like the 49ers on the road uh, mm-hmm. because uh, the the Detroit Lions have done have won games on the road before. Yeah. Uh, we go back to the first game of the season, Thursday night football, when they were the 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 Chiefs and the Lions were the only team playing, and they beat the Chiefs. And they could have gone for another touchdown, but what Dan Campbell did, I think, was, was which was great. You end up when you're the last team with the football, yeah. you take everything away from them when That's you right. just run the clock out, run it, and, run and, it out, and you and, and you end with the victory, uh, the 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 victory, um, the the victory stance. That to yep. me is yep. the way you take the life out of a team like the Absolutely. Chiefs. Absolutely, yeah, that's true, and and so. Uh, I believe that the Lions have every opportunity that that in front of them to win 
on Sunday. Debo's not deep. Well, this is what I'll say about that because uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan, I think he's very smart mm -hmm. uh, as a coach. Okay. He knows uh, what Debo Samuels means, not just to the 49ers, mm -hmm. but what he means to this whole matchup of the Lions yeah. versus yeah. the 49ers. <laughs> and yeah. he knows the Lions are are game planning for Debo to be there or not to be there. They're, they're, they're game planning that this week. Yeah. And so he's not going to help them at mm -hmm. all by yeah. by coming out and saying that Debo is not playing. So yeah. that's why that questionable is there. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. you know, so exactly. so so they'll they'll have that in their mind. Okay, Debo might play guys. So yeah. so if we just completely ignore him and say, you know, well well Debo's not playing and we're not going to game plan for him, then that's going to mm -hmm. be a mistake on the Lions part. But I don't yeah. think that's what they're going to do. No, no. I think they're going to game plan for Debo actually being uh being there. Yep. And we'll find out on Sunday if he plays or not. And Absolutely. so that being said, I said it earlier, mm -hmm. him not playing changes the landscape of that game because right. the 49ers are a completely different team. They're not a juggernaut. Uh Christian McCaffrey, when you put the when you make him the the focus now and 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 he has to be your bell cow. And yeah. and and Brock Purdy now has to look for other weapons. To me, he looked like yeah. a third string quarterback last Absolutely. week. Absolutely. He didn't look like a starter. No, he didn't look like no starter because again, like you said, when Debo went out, it their their whole team changes. And see, and that's the thing. They need Debo to play because that's the only way you can that's the only way you can really match up with the Lions is if he does. Because, because once if Debo doesn't play, who who who, who on the receiving end? Who are you? You think they afraid of you? Debo? No, Brian Branch will just eat him alive. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Kittles. I think Laporta, even though Laporta is young, first year league, I think he is a better <laughs> like receiving tight end than Kittles. I mean, he runs better. He's faster. He's bigger. And he's smarter. Like there was a play that I think uh, Jared Goff, where he went had an out route, and I mean he the way Laporta grabbed that football, he was able to still get a few yards afterwards. But it was so out of his reach, and Jared Goff threw it away from the defender. I mean, only only a talent can be able to do something like that. And he's going to be in the league for a minute, and he's yeah. going to make some noise for a long, a long time. But they need Debo because without Debo, they become nothing but a running team. And you answered my second question already then. So the, the <laughs> Debo not playing actually really just uh makes the odds a, a lot better for yeah. the Lions. Yeah. Uh and 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 so I'm gonna jump on to this this next question. What are some strengths and weaknesses mm -hmm. for both the Lions and the 49ers? What what are what are some of the Lions strengths and weaknesses? And then what are some of the 49ers strengths and weaknesses? I I think the Lions strength is our uh our front our pressure defense and uh our receiving core is is definitely a a a strength oh yeah and and um and I I I would lean towards the receiving core a little bit more than the running game even though the running game is a strength too but if I had to choose the two it would be on the receive the receiving core for the Lions is like I'm just like dude like 
<laughs> like what's uh, it's, it's almost speechless in a, in, a, in a sense because you don't have a tall to type you don't have a megatron type you don't have any of that it's just the scheme the way it is is just better man so i think i think that's the strengths there as far as weaknesses the only weakness i see with detroit is just the secondary consistency like the, like the past defense needs to step up you know, and we see a lot of different plays on defense. That's like, okay, you're leaving the zones open. You're leaving zones open. Aaron Glenn, like, collapse the zones. Like, you know what I'm saying? Get out the cover three. Stop doing the press. Stop doing it. You know, like, that That secondary just needs to uh, – they gave up a lot of yards, even though – like, I'll go to the Rams game. Like, the Rams game, they gave up too many yards in the, uh, in pass defense. So, I – I think that's the only weakness there, I would say, for the Detroit Lions. As far as the 49ers, the weakness to me is Brock Purdy without Debo. Mm. You know, uh, the the strength is just Christian McCaffrey, their run game. Mm. Um, and also their their offensive line. You know, Trent Williams is a beast. He's a Hall of Famer. You know, he's you know, a beast. I haven't heard you mention Chase uh, Chase Young once. No, nah, well, I don't see him as a threat, honestly, mm. when it comes to that. Because, again, he – um, he's he's not a threat to me. He's not mm. like a he's not like a uh you remember Julie like Julius Peppers was a threat every time. Yeah, uh, like a JJ Watt was a threat every time. I don't Chase Young disappears in games. Yeah, and you there are I was just getting ready to say that. Yeah, he, he there are times when you don't even hear his name mentioned right. at all. He doesn't all. it's like at, at one point he's like a little stretch of a drive, he'll be like, he'll just be that dominant force, and all of a sudden he just disappeared. He, he does yeah. a James Harden, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I think that's a I think that the 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 49ers, uh, as far as weakness, is just it's just the QB. Um if if you know without Debo, you know, that would be the weakness without Debo. But their strength is just their running game to me. Um, and that and that's about it, man. So with the Lions, I, I agree. I agree. To, I, I I agree with you that their receiving core is uh is lights out. You got yeah. you got uh J Mo. You got yeah. uh Amon Ross St. Brown. You got mm-hmm. Sam Laporte. You got Reynolds. Yeah. I mean these guys are. Well, I posted on my Facebook page. The Lions have weapons. Yes. You know they they yeah. have got weapons. Brad Holmes has has done a phenomenal job in the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Uh, pulling these, pulling these guys, picking these guys, and yeah. you know, I was, I was saying this when many people thought like, like I did that, you know, uh, picking players, uh, like you know, JMO and and uh, and 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 Gibbs, uh, were were a mistake because mm-hmm. of how high they went, and yeah. he could have gotten more value, uh, you know, from other positions mm-hmm. uh, at that at, at those picks but yeah. you know this guy has has really done a phenomenal job and that's yeah. why I say that the uh the Lions were built the right way this mm-hmm. team is not a fluke this team mm-hmm. is not a uh, a team that you're going to see or flash in a pan they're yeah. just having a, a miracle season and then you won't hear from them <laughs> right. uh, for another year or two or, or right. three or four or whatever whatever right. But this is a team that that you're going to reckon with yeah. uh, next year and the year after that because yeah. they were built the right way. That's what and I'm so, looking forward to. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Seeing what happens in it further along, so that way along. we be like, okay, they they mean business for real, for real, you know. It, like exactly. And so, yeah. yeah, the receiving core is is definitely lights out. But I also like the uh, the, the the running game, Gibbs yeah, yeah. and and Montgomery. Are uh you know are definitely their running styles are different, but uh both of them 
make a definite impact uh, on the field. Uh, and that is to me their strengths, um, and 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 it's something that San Francisco is going to have to really because because teams can run a, teams can definitely run on San Francisco. Green Absolutely. Bay, Green Bay ran against San Francisco last Absolutely. last week, and yes, so sir. I really see yep. them them get the Lions really uh, making an impact uh, on the ground against San Francisco on uh, this coming Sunday, yeah. and their weakness. You said their defense, their weakness, as much as I, I consider Ken, uh, uh, Dan a strength, I also see him as a weakness. Dan, the Gamble Campbell. <laughs> Mad Mode. Mad Mode. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm saying this and I'm, I'm saying this on my show because I was, you know, people were really upset when I posted that. And, and I wasn't the only one that was that posted about. The Dan the Gamble Campbell uh, mm-hmm. when uh, against Dallas, uh, yeah. you know when they played them uh, in the regular season, oh. and he gambled three times with that did, second man. down conversion, and they don't realize the impact of that. And I'm gonna Thank break you. it down for you really quickly before yes, we go before we go to this next this next question. Mm-hmm. But Dan gambling. On that third down, that 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 uh that conversion three times, not once, yep. not twice, but three times, yep. he gambled. Uh, I think put the Lions in a very uh difficult position because when they didn't get it the first time because of that uh erroneous you know mm-hmm. call by the refs yeah. that you ain't never heard of. Then yeah. we all saw video evidence that the guy checked in yeah. uh, and Brad Allen came with yeah. this cockamamie excuse anyway yeah. after that and he decided to go for it a second time the the football guys were saying to him man take the points <laughs> take the points take the points take you the got point. the momentum take that into the take that into overtime exactly and when you take it into overtime yeah. you could have beat Dallas yep. and got the second seed wrapped up Exactly. And so you wouldn't have had to play your starters yep. against Minnesota the following week. And yep. who knows, Sam LaPorta would not have gotten hurt, exactly. injured. I exactly. mean, you, you, that coaching decision was so That's ridiculous. Facts. Yeah, and it was. He, they, they were talking about, well, you know, yeah. he need to, he just need to be aggressive. You know, they, they didn't, <laughs> no. they, 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 they weren't you, they weren't used to a coach, uh, a co- um a coach being smart and right. and and being diplomatic instead he he went mad mode yeah he went and, mad mode huh? and, and not only did it a second time but he did it a third time you know what you know what's so crazy he gambled even before that remember the fourth down conversion earlier in the game where he right. where in the red zone and he failed and he failed instead of taking a field goal now they would have played the same way if he would have took the field goal to make it six to seven. He had to go on it the same way. You would have never had to worry about it. They wouldn't wouldn't even need the two point conversion. Exactly, exactly. That's that's the whole point. That's the reason why I say he goes into that bad mode, like you said, uh, gamble, Campbell, and it's like, dude, it's almost like he. It's almost like he coaches himself up to do something crazy. And it's like, no, he he go that crazy look in his eyes. They go they got that crazy look at Dan's right, eyes. Right. <laughs> and 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 so why I say he's that that's his weakness because yeah. you know, I'm hearing on 97 one the ticket. I listen to him all the time. Yeah. Shouts out to my man David Hall, executive producer, Mike Valeni, and everybody there. Oh yeah. But they're saying 
you know, the Lions, uh, this is gravy right now. They they they're playing with house money. They don't have to they don't they can go in with nothing to lose. And so Dan can actually take that um a mentality and do an onside kick uh, in the first series. <laughs> and, and, and can you imagine that, man? You start, you start the NFC title game with an onside kick. Are you crazy? Are, Are you, you crazy? crazy, man? That is not what you're supposed to. No, no, no. This is not. Don't Matt. do that. He said you can do that, and then you got the whole game to make up for it. No, you don't. No, no you don't. Every every second count in the NFL, especially in the last two, the last five minutes of the second and fourth quarters means everything. And everything. Ty- and those types of start the game off set, with that craziness. Sets the tone for the game. Yeah, absolutely. Set the tone. We, you you set the tone with an onside field, an onside kick. You know, at the first the first series out the gate. Oh my they god! They're the gonna take you as a joke. They're gonna turn the joke, channel. Man. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They're gonna take you as a joke. Like this man ain't serious. This you man can't ain't be serious. serious. They don't want to win, serious, right? To <laughs> me, playing Xbox. that was the dumbest. That was the dumbest. Uh, uh Rico, Rico Beard said that. Uh-huh. Man, you could you. I mean, dude. I, no. I, I was like, I almost turned turned the radio off. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I know you Look, could kick it on side. I mean, you ain't got nothing to lose. Yeah, you do. You do. You got the whole game to lose, right? And and so. he sounded just like those fans who yeah. were 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 mad at me for <laughs> saying that Dan Campbell shouldn't have gambled and uh-huh. for three times. Exactly. And, and it was like win the game in overtime. You had three chances, bro. That was a football guy saying to you, take the points. points. Exactly. The take football the guys, take the points. Take the field That's the goal. Truth. That's take the, the truth, man. Goal. Tie it up, go into overtime. Yeah. And you take the you take the momentum away from the Dallas Cowboys. There you go. There you you, go. I mean, it, it's, 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 this is not rocket science here. No, it's, it's not. We're playing chess, not checkers. Exactly. And, exactly. And, Say and, that, brother. And so that's why I said, I told him, and people were like, you know, uh, that's going to be, I told him, I said, that could be, that to me is a teaser for what you can expect uh-huh. in the playoffs. And if it is, yep. it's going to be a short run for the Lions. Short run. Short because run, yeah. if your coach, if yeah. he got caught up in his feelings yeah. and and went forward three times, you can't yeah. do that in the, no, in the you playoffs, can't do that. man. No, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. You're right. You're you know what? Get through that's the opportunities. Great, absolutely. That's a great point that you just made about the weaknesses of Detroit. That I didn't, you know what? I didn't see that. I was so concerned about the defense, but you know what? That right there is actually a good weakness right there. I mean, if I had some claps, I'd clap it up right there. That's Dude. a good, that's a good point, man. That brother right there, when he when he get that when he get that fire in his eyes to do something crazy, you be like, oh god, here, here he go, oh here he go, okay, let's put here go his face. He take his hat off, he do this here, then he put it back on, be like, let's go for it. Like, here we go, here go Madden, here come Madden and get all over again, man. Here come Xbox One, well, here we go. <laughs> yep, that's true, man. So so that's why I am with that. That's my weakness, and and. uh and 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 so I was surprised by how he coached. He wasn't conservative in yeah. this last game against the Bucks, but mm-hmm. he did take the points and, yeah. and 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 he coached to to me a better scheme. Yeah, 
It was smart. Uh, and he put his yeah, he put his team, I think, in a better position to win. Yeah. And yep. that and that's the main objective as a coach. That's Putting right. your team in the best position to win. Yes, sir. Not that's not true. I'm not I shouldn't be in my feelings. Right. You know, I'm mad at the <laughs> right. mad at the ref for a call for a call that, right. that, that went didn't go my way. And so I'm just gonna no, I'm going for it again. <laughs> and here's the thing. I'm I'm, no I'm, I'm moving on after this. Yeah. But, when the when they went for the second time and the defense, uh, the de- well, no, it was the offensive call. It was the yeah. offense backed up. They they back. It was like uh, a false start or something. It was like that. a false start that backed yep. them up to yep. uh to to the eight. Uh, I think it was eight yards or something like that. They yeah, like a five up. yard back up. Yep, yeah. so it was like eight so, yards away. And then the defense the offside, offside moved them up again. Moved them up, and, 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 and he still, he still went, went forward. <laughs> Well, you you know what? You tell the truth on that one, Mike. You tell the truth on that, man. <laughs> That's crazy. That's insanity. That is insanity, man. Like, no. So, just get, so guys, just... I, I didn't I didn't put Asante up to say that. He nope. said that on his own. <laughs> yes, sir. I, and, and and I'm gonna find a way. This this, this conversation will definitely be posted somewhere <laughs> on social media yes, so sir. you can hear that. Because yes, I, I definitely wanted to, to to make that point. That Absolutely. First of the second, the second, uh, the second down, the offense got a penalty that backed a false start that backed them up. Yeah. And it was uh, eight yards, eight yards away from the goal mm-hmm. line. Yeah. And, and they went forward that time. And then the defense. Yep. The defense. The it was like neutral zone infraction off, and coaching like encroachment. And, and, and they yards, moved him up. And so he, in his mind, he said, Oh, there the football guy saying to me again, go for it. <laughs> go for it. No. 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 Take, Take the, the points. points. Take the points, go to overtime, win in overtime. Because all you got to do now is just score. If you just score a touchdown, it's over. Now. It's over. And you're taking the you're taking the momentum in overtime, and Absolutely. and 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 yeah, you might say, okay, they could go to overtime and lose. Yes, that 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 is true. But the odds are much better. Exactly, they are more in your favor. <laughs> exactly, exactly. The odds in are overtime, way better in overtime. Exactly. Were you looking at you know they, you hear them saying uh, uh, the the uh, you kept hearing them say. Analytics. The, what are the analytics saying? What are the yeah. what are the analytics saying about this down? This particular down, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 I, you know, you he got caught up in that, and that's yeah, and like I said, yeah. that's a weakness because it is. If he, he he's definitely an emotional coach. Yes, and, he is. And yes, he in is. A game and a NFC Championship game where yeah. you're on the road, where like they were against Dallas, a team like us, a team that first of all. Was had won seven straight home games. That's right. That's right. And had a losing record on the road. Absolutely. That to me said you need to take this team into overtime. Absolutely. The record is that they are a better team at home. Exactly. The odds are against you. Yeah. They, 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 you 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 just you have to play because you're in you 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 you're taking the momentum with you, but you put yourself in a bad position. Like I said, yeah, coaches yep. are supposed to play, uh, to coach their teams and and put them in the best position to win, exactly. and they didn't do that. Absolutely. And so that That's to true. me is, is is Dan Campbell's weakness. That's facts. Right there. That's facts. Yes, sir. Uh, so 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 Asante, last question for this segment: Who wins? Oh man. Who wins? Lions 49ers, man. Debo Samuels 
questionable this coming uh this coming Sunday. Uh who wins? I, in my in my heart, in my heart, I want my Lions to win, man. I do. I just don't see it. You don't sound like I don't it, see it sound like I don't it. see the I don't see the NFL letting that happen. And I, I'm just going that route because again, man, it's that it's that it's that last game of the night. You know, it's that it's, it's what 24, 23 type of score. It's gonna be it's gonna be so crazy, man. I don't know. I, yeah, I just I, think I, the, the, I, the score might be close. I, yeah, I, do. I think the score gonna be very very close, like a two, like maybe a three, like maybe a field goal away, one point possession type of. And if it is, then then that to me, yeah. that's where coaching comes yeah. into play. And 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 then that weakness that you just did, that you just solidified uh, in your in your soliloquy, man, is like. <laughs> Yeah, I, I want the I want the Lions to win, but I think the 49ers are gonna pull it off. I think it's gonna be a nail biter of a game. And I think that's where the Lions stop. But I'm the, the season is successful. I mean, successful season, getting to the winning your division, getting to the NFC championship. You haven't done that since 1991. You know what I'm saying? And so I just think that I think the Niners are gonna get them, man. On, only because I think that the NFL really wants the the, the Ravens to see the 49ers in it. I predicted that. I predicted okay. the Ravens 49ers. I gotta go. I'm gonna stay with my prediction. I'm gonna be I, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna stick to my prediction. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna flake. I ain't gonna flake. It's gonna be Ravens 49ers in the Super Bowl. All right. Okay. So I'm not going that route. Uh guys, you <laughs> okay. see, I got the I got the Lions banner up behind me, background mm-hmm. up. Um I uh I hear what I hear what Asante is saying. I think it's gonna be a close game. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Um I think it's gonna come down to uh of smart coaching, and even though I said that that's going to be uh, a weakness uh, for the Lions, uh, I see Dan Campbell. I'm hoping I, I put it like this: I'm hoping Dan Campbell will understand the gravity of the moment that yes. they are this close yes. to to playing in a Super Bowl, yes. and understands that that every coaching decision that I make it's is going matter. to it's be impact. It, it's yes. going to matter. It's yes. going to matter. The yes. going forward on fourth and fourth and twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> going, going, don't you dare, boy! You better sit down with that. Don't you dare, Dan. Don't you dare, Dan. <laughs> or onside kick in the in the first quarter. Come on now, stop it. No way. Take those, take. I'm telling you, Dan. If you listening, and you watching, <laughs> take, that. take that. Take that off your out your playbook. Snatch those Absolutely. pages out the playbook. Yeah. Do, do, do not do those, please. Please. Because don't listen to Rico Beard. This is not a game where you have nothing to lose. I think you have everything to lose. Absolutely. Even though, even though I think you still this is you're playing with house money in the sense that nobody expected you guys to get this far. Exactly. I think though you are this far, you should understand the gravity of the moment. You Absolutely. should appreciate where you are and, yeah. and not squander it, not uh, not not waste it because yeah. you can easily waste a moment with stupid plays. You Absolutely, can easily Facts. waste a moment with 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 bad coaching decisions, and, and I think that would be a, a, a detriment to where you are because you have done a phenomenal job in bringing yeah. this school, bringing this this uh, this team from uh, the depths of nowhere to somewhere, man. and man. and and so. Uh, you guys are this close. Three so seasons I'm, and got I'm to this saying far. That the Lions yeah. will be, uh, will will make it to Super Bowl Fifty Eight against the wrong. Ravens, and they are going to uh, yeah. get an opportunity yeah. to play the Ravens 
a second time. Yeah. And hopefully this second time will be better. You know than what? The first time. I hope I'm wrong because if the Lions go to Super Bowl, I'm telling you right now, and I know uh, you got viewers watching, listening, whatever. I'm I'm gonna cry. I know I am. I'm gonna say, <laughs> dude. I know I'm gonna shed a tear. I know I am, man. I know I am, man. I, I cried when they was on sixteen. I'm, I'm just being real. I was, man. They broke my heart, man. And I'm telling you, if they go to Super Bowl, I'm gonna be in tears. I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna be that 41 year old that saw the Lions lose, 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 lose. They finally win, and I'll be like that slow clap that Will Smith did in uh in the pursuit of happiness, bro. <laughs> That's me. That's you. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's that's my pick. The Lions are going to go to the Super Bowl and play mm-hmm. the Ravens. So, guys, we get ready to take our last break. And in our last break, when we come back, we're talking Super Bowl. We're talking, uh, you know, what we what you know, what what do we think is going to happen? Yeah. Uh, Super Bowl 58 is in Las Vegas. We, we are predict we are making our predictions uh, we're we're setting it in stone, so you yeah. don't want to go anywhere. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with my good friend Asante yeah. Foster, uh, sports enthusiast and podcaster for the Mail Network. Guys, don't go anywhere. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. This is Michael Eric Dyson, and when I'm in Detroit, I listen to the Thinking Out Loud radio show, dropping that knowledge, giving that inspiration, giving us that enlightenment. Nobody does it like Brother Michael does it. Do your thing. Holla. Peace. The Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Stephanie D. Sanders, award-winning singer, songwriter, author, voiceover artist, and more. Heard on shows like the Time Join the Morning Show and the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Book Stephanie D. Sanders to voice over your podcast or radio intros or commercials. Do yourself a favor and visit stephaniedsanders.com and upgrade your podcast or radio show by booking Stephanie D. Sanders. You'll definitely be glad that you did. Stay tuned for more motivation, more inspiration, and more empowerment on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked. Don't don't touch that dial. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back, and I'm I'm back with my good friend, sports enthusiast and podcaster for the Mail Network, executive producer for the Mail Network. My good friend, Asante Foster, is with me on the AFC-NFC Championship Preview. We've been chopping it up all night, talking about uh, this these these games that we have coming up. Man. And as I said, this, uh, this playoffs has been epic. It's been box office, and it's going to get better. From here, and so on this segment, we've talked about the AFC, we've talked about the NFC uh, championship game, and now we're going to end talking about the Super Bowl. We made our predictions, so I just want to, uh, you know, spend just a few minutes talking about the Lions versus the Ravens, or the Lion, or or you know, the Lions versus the Chiefs, or 
San Francisco versus uh Ravens. San Francisco versus the Ravens. Or Chiefs. I mean or the <laughs> that's Chiefs. Gonna be crazy. I mean, we made our picks. Uh yeah. you know, yeah. so so um, you know, when you think about uh the Lions versus the Chief, uh, the Lions versus the Ravens, which is the the you know, my pick for the Super Bowl. Uh you your your pick is the Ravens versus the 49ers. We'll mm. we'll we'll just discuss both of those uh-huh. scenarios. Uh, I'll let you let you start with the Ravens versus the 49ers. So mm-hmm. so you tell me, you know, what what do you think of that that matchup there? You know, Brock Purdy versus Lamar Jackson is mm-hmm. definitely not box office no. as box office as Mahomes mm-hmm. and, and Jackson. To me, it's almost like a step down. Yeah. Uh, in, in 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 a sense, because the AFC Championship game is going to be so so huge, be and huge, then man. yet they're they're going to the 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 and yet the Super Bowl is a much bigger stage. Yeah, yeah. But yet it's you're you're playing in 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 many ways a smaller quarterback. Yeah, exactly. uh, you know, and and, and yeah. Lamar versus Brock Purdy. So, yeah. what do you think of that that uh, that matchup there? I think I think that uh, again, just the Ravens all year long being complete as they have been it it to me it would be them just smothering the, the 49ers offensively you know from with their offense and then disappointing them down by down with their defense i mean the ravens would i think without a shadow of a doubt the ravens would definitely just dominate that game like you would see, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go as far as, as saying Georgia TCU national championship. I'm gonna go that far, <laughs> but you know they're not gonna you know 63 whatever the nine whatever it was, but uh, they're definitely going to dominate for the most part of that game. You know if they would to, if they would face the 49ers, I, and I and I and I think that you know the narrative is what is sales or whatever. You know the 49ers been in the Super Bowl, they've been in a long time, and da da da. First year for the Ravens uh, being in there since 2000, what, five or something like that? Or yeah. 2006, something it's like that. It's been a while. So, yeah, it's been a while. So, you know, that whole thing coming back, you know, and then Lamar Jackson and him in the bag, like we talked about earlier. And is he, is he proven? Is he going to be able to do it? You know, because, because be honest with you, I'm not, if the 49ers were to get in the Super Bowl, right? I don't think it would be so much of a sale of Lamar Jackson versus Brock Purdy. I think it would be more of a Lamar Jackson versus Kyle Shanahan's offense. Mm. I think that narrative would be the one that play out a little well, bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, because absolutely. because really, there he he's the mastermind behind the system, the system. of the 49ers offense. So mm. if you place if you put another quarterback there, like a Justin Herbert, if you put Justin Herbert where San Francisco is right now, it would be the same thing. Mm. <laughs> the mastermind off uh, offensive mind of Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan and how that goes against. Uh, you know the 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 athleticism and oh. the and the durability and the warriors the warrior spirit of Lamar Jackson and his skill set. So I think that would be more of the narrative if they go against each other. And I just think that Lamar Jackson is his he is his season and his time to do his thing, man. I mean it it just is, you know. And so um, I think the Ravens can pull it off. I think the Ravens can win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I That's agree. Uh, I, yeah. And, and and so. The Lions versus the Ravens, uh, as I said before the break, well, you know, would be our yeah. second opportunity mm-hmm. to um, to to basically exact revenge against a team who basically just <laughs> annihilated yeah. us yeah. Uh, during the regular season, thirty-eight to six. Yeah, I mean, I remember that game 
uh, very vividly. Uh, our church had a, a tailgate uh, that that Sunday, um, and I I stayed um, afterwards just to 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 be a part of that tailgate, thinking that you know the Lions were going to you know put up a decent showing against this team. Yeah. But of course, going into it, yeah. you know they were injured. They had they they had players who were going to be out. Yeah. Uh, and then it was a friend of mine who told me after the game that he really believed the Lions uh, through that game. He he believed that they mm. went into it knowing that they were going to lose. So they basically were just going there to um, to basically Dan Campbell's coaching uh, strategy was basically just to keep things close or 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 keep keep the keep the house together. You know, like you 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 know you're in the midst of a tornado. And mm-hmm. and and you know you're 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 at a disadvantage, but let's not lose the house over this. We, we, yeah. You know this. this we're, we're going in preparing for a loss. We know yeah. we know this team is better than yeah. us. Yeah. So the the game plan going into this, even though it's not something that he broadcast, was to lose. Mm-hmm. And 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 so um, that being said, uh, this would be uh, another opportunity. Uh, for us to play the Ravens on a much larger stage mm-hmm. and uh, and then be able to play them maybe not at full strength because we still have some players that are injured, Sam LaPorta being one of them. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think, is it James Houston that might that, – that, that, uh, Yeah, James Houston that yeah, uh, might that, come through. Right, right. Yeah. So, so you still have players that are injured, mm-hmm. but you're in a better – position yeah. at the end of the season to right. play them a second time. Absolutely. So that's that's kind of what I have in the back of my mind about that uh about that matchup uh getting a second time, but I also believe, you know, that that this is the Ravens year. Uh they, yeah. they are the team of destiny. Uh mm-hmm. we talked about it throughout this 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 podcast and Lamar Jackson has proven it. I think he's going to end up being the league MVP. There's yeah. no quarterback better than him Mm-mm, this right season. Uh, and the number one seed too. Oh, number man. one seed. <laughs> they that you 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 saw you saw the Baltimore Ravens. Even though the uh, I think that that game against the t- the Texans was they uh, in the first half was ten ten. Mm-hmm, uh, yep. Going into the second half, you know that some would say that there was some rust. There because the Ravens had that mm-hmm. first that first round by they didn't have to play that game yep. and so you know their players were kind of getting uh, acclimated to being back to playing mm-hmm. uh, but then you saw the game quickly change in the second half to- and yeah. and yeah. and the Ravens basically <laughs> dominated and let yeah. you know that, that we're, we're you know yeah. no yeah. there is no rust here absolutely they didn't, let, they didn't let them score they didn't let them score hey, I mean period you know what I'm saying the second and half I mean, it was a wrap. It's all, it was over. It was over. That's why That's why I'm saying, like, the Ravens' second-half game is crazy. I, I mean, John Harbaugh, whatever he does in the middle of that, <laughs> that halftime. But, but football is about adjustments. It's about adjustments. It's Absolutely. about adjustments. If Absolutely. you can't make adjustments in the, in the second half, then you're, you're going to lose. Absolutely. That's you, facts. You know, and, 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 uh, and so the great coaches are able to make those adjustments. When they go mm-hmm. into the locker room – they yep. now see they have a whole uh, a whole half 
of of footage. They have a whole half of data that they yeah. can process and say, okay, yeah. now we know what their what their game plan is. Now we yeah. know what they're doing, so yeah. we know how to combat that going into the second half. Absolutely, if the team comes back doing mm-hmm. the same thing they did <laughs> and uh, in the first half, and they were yep. losing. Then yep. they're going to lose. Absolutely, I think. I'm gonna be honest with you, man, because you it, it, once because now that we're talking about this, matchup wise, it's it's be, it's better if the Lions go to the Super Bowl and play the Ravens matchup wise. Mm. And I'm gonna tell you something: if Dan Campbell's a smart man, and, and and if he's again, if he's listening, watching, whatever the case may be, go to the Colts Ravens game. We beat them. That team right there. See that right there. <laughs> Yeah, we beat them, okay, in overtime, okay? If I'm Dan Campbell, I'm going to the defensive scheme of that game, and I'm going to pull some information out because I'm telling you, our defense was lights out against them, and they they had enough to destroy us. They didn't. I'm just saying. If I'm I'm the Lion, as a football fan. Aaron Glenn. Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would say, hey, go, go see that because, because DeForest Buckner was crazy, was crazy with it. EJ Speed, like our our linebackers, dude, Zaire Franklin, we we put pressure on 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 Lamar on Jackson Lamar. that game. I mean, literally put pressure. I was sitting here yelling in my house like. I couldn't believe we beat them. <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. yeah. I thought we was gonna get destroyed because you know our our star quarterback is injured and all right. that kind of stuff. So it was Garden Mishu in there and all that. It was rainy. It's like, come on, man. We playing. Yeah. We playing. We playing Lucas Oil Stadium. You know, dude. Right. It did not matter. So if I'm if I'm a if I'm a coordinator if I'm a defensive mind I'm going to that game to be like, what did they do to put pressure on Lamar Jackson so much to the point where he was throwing the ball out of bounds, just throwing it away. Because a lot of three and outs in that game, you know, right, like right. that's something to look at. You know what I mean? Right. And I think matchup wise for a Super Bowl, matchup wise for a football game of that magnitude, seeing the Lions offense and defense go against the Ravens offense and defense, like yo, that yeah. that would be a lights out game too. Yeah, that would definitely yeah. be a lights out game. That's my pick, and 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 so the 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 last question, and I think you've answered it, and I've and 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 I'm getting ready to answer it. Who wins Super Bowl Fifty Eight in Las Vegas? The Ravens. The Ravens. Uh, yeah, the, <laughs> I, I I don't. That is the common denominator in all of this. Even yeah. though I think the Lions are going to make it to the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. they're playing with house money because nobody expected them to make mm-hmm. it this far. Their goal for this year was just to win the division mm-hmm. and to host a playoff game. They did that. They checked those boxes, and mm-hmm. now not only have they checked those boxes, but they've gone even further than that. Yep. Uh, they have. Uh, hosted two playoff games, yep. and they're playing in the NFC title game <laughs> against the against the number one seed in the NFC, and with an opportunity to play in their first Super Bowl. This Man. is absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely crazy. It's crazy to it's even crazy. think about it. Man, and so I, they don't man, have to it. win. They already won in yeah. my book. They have yeah, exactly, won. exactly. So even if they don't make it to the to Super Bowl, they yep. have won. But yep. I believe they will win. And I think, again, that this will be a great matchup, Lions versus the Ravens. But I mm-hmm. don't think the Lions are going to be successful in beating this team because they are a complete team and probably the yeah. most complete team in the yeah. NFL this season. 
Absolutely. And, and there is no comparison. Absolutely totally agree none. Totally none, agree no, none, none, no comparison whatsoever. So uh, uh, Asante and I both agree uh, that they will be uh, victorious. Guys, I know you have enjoyed uh, this AFC-NFC championship preview that we've had in this week's edition of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. I hope you appreciate all the football knowledge that you heard uh, emanating from this podcast from my good friend, sports enthusiast and podcaster and executive producer of the Mail Network, my good friend Asante Foster, and of Appreciate course you. myself, who is who is also I consider myself a sports aficionado as well. Absolutely, and Absolutely. Uh, you know we can we we you know I I I I think I can um sit on a first take with Stephen A and go back and forth with him <laughs> and, and probably win a few of the arguments. Win a few arguments, win, absolutely. Win man. a few debates with uh, with Stephen A. Uh, but but yeah, so so guys, this was my my opportunity to really um celebrate the Lions, what they did this season. And uh I think they are um are have done a phenomenal job, are doing a phenomenal job. This team is not a flash in the pan. They are a team that uh, is built the right way, and uh, we will see them again in the playoffs mm -hmm. next year and mm -hmm. the year after that because mm -hmm. um, this is a team that was built the right way. Yep. Last Absolutely. thoughts, man, before we get ready to get out of here. Man, I've enjoyed myself tonight, man. I'm Listen, man, thank you so much again for having me on your, your podcast, man, Thinking Out Loud. Hey, man, you've been doing Thinking Out Loud for a minute, and I'm proud of you, man. Proud of what you're doing, proud of what you built. It's an awesome thing that you're doing, man. And having having little old me from from Detroit by way of, well, in Indy by way of Detroit, you know what I'm saying? Detroit. You know, like, hey, man, it, I really do appreciate it, man. Again, thank you for plugging the Mailroom Network. We appreciate it, man. Every Sunday, we go live on our YouTube channel, The Mailroom Network. It's a fire show. Uh, I thank you so much again, Mike, man. I appreciate you, big bro, all day. Absolutely, man. Yes, sir. Uh, we Again, we hope you enjoyed the AFC, NFC uh, championship preview. Guys, again, uh, we're getting ready to take our last break of the night. When we come back, we're going to give you our thought of the week. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. We'll be right back. All right, man. Thanks a lot. You're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with Pastor Michael Nimmons. Don't you dare touch that dial. of Operations and General Counsel at Western Air, and you're listening to the Thinking Out Loud radio show with special host Michael Nimmons. Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you. Coming, coming this Thanksgiving weekend. November 25th, November 25th. November radio host Michael Nemens sits down with an exclusive interview. You have an impressive resume as an actor, a philanthropist, humanitarian. Will U.S. Senate candidate Keo Harper. Uh, I want to know, and I'm sure many people want to know this, uh, what made you decide to jump into what we're considering this dirty world of politics? Our democracy is broken. It's hanging on by a thread. 
And beyond that, and worse still, is that even in the way it is right now, broken as it is, there is extreme lack of representation of the people. Saturday, November 25th, is a show you don't want to miss. We bring you the best minds who deliver their best thoughts only on the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Congratulations to radio host Michael Nemons on seven years, 300 episodes, and over 40,000 streams and downloads of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Now available on Pandora Music app. Subscribe today. You're tuned in to the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Keep it locked, keep it locked, keep it locked. It's time, 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 time for the Thinking Out Loud radio show thought, 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 thought of the Week. The Thought of the Week is entitled, You Are Built for This. After the Lions win against the Buccaneers last Sunday, an emotional Dan Campbell, while giving a post-game speech to his team, uttered these words. You're built for this. A phrase that symbolizes the kind of season this franchise has had this year, some might even say for the past three years under his leadership. They have experienced the highs and definitely some lows, but they are indeed built for this. A team with grit, determination, and a resolve like none other. This is a team that hasn't experienced winning on this level in more than 30 years. A team that is on the precipice of his first Super Bowl. And their coach uttered these words. You're built for this. What a powerful phrase. It's also a metaphor for life. You are indeed built for this. But the question becomes... What is this that we are supposedly built for? The vicissitudes of life, the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows, the good and the bad. You are built for this. We would love it if life only was comprised of the good, the ups and the highs. Why does life have to carry with it disappointments and tumultuous times? Why does life have to be comprised of both ups and downs? Why can't it just be life on a mountain? Why can't it be life on the Empire State Building? But unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. And good days are oftentimes accompanied by bad ones. And ups are oftentimes accompanied by downs. But don't be discouraged because... You're built for this. What is interesting about the vicissitudes of life is that they are filled with purpose. They're not arbitrary. They're not accidental or coincidental, but they are purposeful and more importantly, intentional. The only way you find out how strong you are is to be tested. The only avenue to victory is through the agony of defeat. The power within us is only discovered through our struggles. The only way up is down. To go high, you must first be willing to go down. It is through the crucible of the fire that an insignificant piece of coal can transform into a precious diamond. You're built for this. What is this? The hurt, 
the pain, the sorrow, the grief, life's trials and tribulations, the episodes of life we wish we could fast forward through to get to the good times, the moments in life that you want so badly to disappear, but what you don't realize is that God is building you through your pain. He's crafting you through your adversity. He's molding you through your hurt. You would never appreciate your blessing until you've been without. You'll never appreciate having more until you've had less. You'll never be able to appreciate good times until you've had bad ones. It's all a part of his plan for our lives. Jeremiah 29 and 10 says, I know the thoughts that I think of you, thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you an expected end. You're built for this. So don't despise your weary days. Don't disparage your disappointments because they are all a part of God's divine recipe for our lives. You are stronger than you think. You're wiser than you can fathom. You're more gifted than you realize. You have more potential than you've ever tapped into. You have more than you think you have. You're built for this. I know you enjoyed that dynamic thought of the week that was inspired by the remarks given by head coach Dan Campbell of the Detroit Lions after they won their divisional round matchup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on last Sunday entitled, You Are Built For This. And again, I don't think it was just a word for the Detroit Lions, but I believe it was a metaphor for life. And to everyone that's listening under the sound of my voice, whatever you're faced with, whatever you're going through, just know you are built for this you're stronger than you think you are you have more potential and power than you realize you are built for this want to give a special shout out to my good friend sports enthusiast executive and executive producer of the mailroom network youtube channel asante foster for being our special guest on this afc nfc championship preview show brought to you by the thinking out loud radio show guys again i'm excited about the games that are coming up on tomorrow and i know you are as well big fan of the detroit lions and i know that uh you are as well so we're hoping and praying that they're going to win they're going to bring us uh an nfc championship and we'll and uh and again we'll see them in las vegas in super bowl 58 fingers crossed <laughs> guys i hope you enjoyed this week's show remember to check us out each week on saturdays at 8 p.m uh we have a new show for you uh guys remember uh, to check us out on all of our social media TOL Radio Host MSN or the TOL Radio Show or just go to our website at michaelnimmons.com michaelnimmons.com and there you'll be able to uh, see what we have going on and keep up and keep track of what we are doing and what we're up to guys again thank you for tuning in this week next week we're going to have another great show in store for you 
And until next time, always remember, if you think it, you can believe it. If you can believe it, you can see it. If you can see it, you can be it. The power rests within you. The mind's most powerful muscle in your body. Use what you got to get what you want. The power is in you. It's the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Thank you for listening. of the Thinking Out Loud radio show. Want to be a guest on the show or partner with the show? Send us an email at contact at michaelnemons.com. Tune in each week for a new episode of Thinking Out Loud radio show, giving voice to issues that matter to you.